Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family, we want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Thank you, praise you, Father. But this is the day that the Lord has made, God. That we will rejoice and be glad in God. Thank you, Father, for this moment, this time, Father, that we had together, God, and all those who are watching, Father. Thank you for the spirit and the presence of God that's here, that He that you're there with them, Jesus. Hallelujah. That they will feel the power of the Almighty God where they are. That the gifts of the Spirit be in full operation, God. I decrease that the greater one in me may increase, God. Oh, God, and we give you praise, glory, and honor, God, for what will be said and done on the day, God. Speak, Holy Spirit. Yeah, God. Yeah, Jesus. We thank you, Father. And we are in earnest anticipation, God, for what you're going to continue to do by the moving of your power on today, God. Oh, God, and that your presence will continue to go from us, from person to person, worshiping and washing us over, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Change, God. Manifest and change in our lives. And how many of y'all want to see some change in your lives? Amen. Amen. How many of y'all tired of being the same old you? Amen. And I thank God for um, what God has shared with me to share. Um, I I have a lot of different thoughts on Holy Spirit help me. Yeah. But yeah, um, on today we're gonna to be talking about something that, that I believe that, that challenges us all. And we're gonna be talking about the enemy within. Mm-hmm. Because we all fight with an enemy within. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of y'all are like, who's that the devil? Not with you. Mm-hmm. You know, the devil gets blamed for all of it. <laughs> and he take and he should he should have his share of blame. <laughs> He's not absolved of any of the of blame, amen. He gets it. He deserves it. He's earned it. He's working hard for it. But the enemy within. And most of us have been because see here's the thing. Most of y'all know most well not most of y'all. Let's yeah, let me say that. Most of y'all know yourself. Yeah. <laughs> See how that's them? Most of y'all know yourselves, but a lot of you don't really know yourselves. And we're going to talk about that. Paul's going to help us on this morning because the fight within us 
A lot of us don't understand. And we, we blame it to the devil. And he, he just like I said, he deserves it. But we, when we're born in this world, we're born in sin nature. We're born with the propensity to sin. It's in us. It is not until God, Jesus Christ, comes into our lives that washes us, cleanses us from a life of sin. And even in that, we still fight the fight within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Because y'all looking at me like, what are you talking about, Pastor? I'm glad you're looking at me like, because I'm going to help you on the day. Because we need help. Some of y'all go back into the same relationship because you're fighting within. You're fighting that same, you're fighting you, for you. And against you. Turn your Bibles to Romans, chapter 7. Let's just jump right on in. Y'all ready to die right on in? Ooh, I hear quiet. I mean, that's a, there's a fight going on. I love it. I mean, God will be glorified and he's going to deliver the day. Yeah, out there too. You can open up today. Let the spirit of the Lord come in and cleanse you and heal you Amen. from you. Amen. Because you need to be delivered from you as well as the devil. You need to be delivered from the things of old. Because of, here's what I found out about us as people. We hold on to the things that we hold on to. And we let go of the things that are easier to let go. See, those things that we love and we're accustomed to, we don't let go of so easily. I know. Okay, let me not go into too, too many deep things right off. That, those, some of y'all love cakes and pies and things. <laughs> and the good old doctor told you, cut back just a little bit. Don't just take them all away, but do it even in moderation. Some of y'all that y'all be looking downstairs in the middle of the night. Like, Don't. Oh, so there's a fight. You get you get to the door. Nah. Maybe I should go down and have some food. You get down there over that refrigerator and that food, but then that that, that dessert doesn't be better than the food. You like? Well, apple will be little. That that sounds sound a little healthy. But somewhat. The pie has apples in it. <laughs> <laughs> So you start rationalizing to yourself. See, that's the war within. See, that's the tug of war that goes on within us. And I made light because of the of pie. Well, we don't get into some deeper things. Y'all just hang on in it. But pie and dessert are something that we all is universal for. See, a lot of people don't like them. Well, let me not say it's universal for a lot of people, but not for all people. Some people don't really care for dessert. I'm, I'm one of them. I have my moments, but I, I, can, I can walk past them and I have and I feel no kind of way. Some people walk past that cake and be like, <laughs> now, it, it, it's, it's Tanya. It's Billy Jean. Yeah, I heard you call my name, but I, you, you, you said it wrong, though. So I had to come back and address you. And then you start having conversations with the dessert. Well, maybe I have a slither. Well, what's a slither? Wait, watch your feet. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll get that little corner right there. There ain't much on that corner. <laughs> See, and these are the fights we have within us. That's the war within. See, the enemy within us fights with us. Yeah. Knowing you're not supposed to have it, but just that little corner ain't going to bother me. That little thing ain't going to hurt nobody. 
And once you eat that little thing, now okay, now you get another slice. Man, that thing gonna go good with some ice cream. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let me just warm. Let me just warm it up and put. What, what we got? What kind of ice cream we got? They got. I don't have another, but we got a little something else. Damn, butter pecan. <laughs> so all these things are going. So now you, so now you, you gone now. And then once you eat it, you go upstairs, you feel so good. <laughs> so is that the fast walk downstairs again? It becomes a slow walk back upstairs. <laughs> Because condemnation is that's taking over. Mm-hmm. Because you know you wasn't supposed to do it. The same with sin in your life and fighting with things in your life. You know certain things you're not supposed to do. And then you do it and then certain come. I know y'all still living. We know it's gonna get better for you. Take your day and say, hold on, it's gonna get better. God's not gonna leave me like this. <laughs> I promise you I won't, amen. amen. There's help coming. Second day type and say, help is coming. Help is coming. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Romans chapter 7, verse 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our good old brother Paul here, amen? It's help trying to help us. He's trying to help us, amen? Y'all at verse 14? We're going to read verse 14 through 25. It says, for another reason, I'm reading from the um, yeah, easy read translation. I did a lot of translations, and I, I, I like this one. It says, for we know that the law is spiritual. The law here is talking about the Ten Commandments. Amen. We know that that's what Paul is referencing. That he was referencing the law, the Mosaic law, the Ten Commandments. Amen. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am not. So Paul made that clear. The law is spiritual, but I I am. I am so human. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all took y'all human, right? You have, you're human, but you have a, the spirit of God living on the inside of you. And what Paul is referencing, that he's a human being, but he has the spirit of God living on the inside of him. Amen? Sin rules me as if I were a slave. How many of y'all are slaves to, to sin? Or have been a slave to sin? Or let me how many of y'all are slaves to your flesh? That whatever your flesh tell you, you do. Amen. That, that's rhetorical. You don't have to answer. I ain't passing me. I ain't to hold your hand up and shout it out. Verse 50 says, I do, not, I do not understand or I don't understand why I act the way I do. See, some people have a hard time understanding that the sinful nature pulls them so they don't know why they act out or they, they always go back to the things they don't, that they should be free from. They should be delivered from. Amen. I don't do the good that I want to do. I do the evil I hate. Isn't that something? That you want to do good, but you just, for some reason, you just can't do it. But you always find yourself doing that which is not good and you hate it. Right after you finish speaking with him or her, you feel us so dirty. When you know that God told you when you got whom the sun set free is free indeed. But why do I still find myself in this bondage of this person? I submit to you one that when you have a tie with somebody and that tie is not broken, you run back and you go back to the things that's that's familiar. It's comfortable. I know her. She knows me. I know him. He knows me. I can be myself around him. I can just let loose. 
I don't want to drink, but that liquor be calling me. I know, I know I'm. Man, that joint, I smoked that weed. Ah, man, it just that just puts me in a place of what? Where I can cast off the world and be into a place where it don't even affect me. The world, not the weed, I'm talking about the, the, the world around him don't affect them. That the kids of the world are no longer my kids. Just for this brief moment in time, I'm free from all responsibility burdens. That's what the war within puts us. It puts us in a, a state of mind where we don't see God and see the things that we're doing the way God sees them. Amen. And the long and the lasting effect that those things will have on us. Let's keep reading. We're going to keep in that. Verse 16. And if I don't want to do what I do, that means I agree that the law is good. Yeah, yeah. So when you're doing wrong, you know that what God is saying is good. And the word of God, the statues mm -hmm. that God has placed for. The things that he's put in place to safeguard us from ourselves, we know is good. Y'all know, parents, y'all, some of y'all got you. The rules you give your children are not designed to, to hinder or to, to cause them to be feel like they're in prison, but it's caused to give them barriers of, of, of points of to safety. That I got you as long as you stay within the parameters of what's good for you. Now, when you go outside of that, you're open and free game for the devil. Amen. And a lot of y'all, when we go outside of God's statues, and what the word says and how he's... See, we don't operate under the, under the commandments now because when Jesus came, he freed us. He not freed us, but he, we're no longer under law. We're under grace. But a lot of us have now taken grace for a... Free ride. A latitude of wherever we go, there's grace. Whatever we get into, thank you, God, for your grace. See, we can, we're not knowing that there's grace. We can run, 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 knowing that God will always forgive us. Mm. Run, 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 run. When, he, when we know that he's always willing to accept us back. But the Bible also tells us, shall we continue in sin? Oh, Jesus. That the grace may abound. God forbid. How we, who are dead to sin, he tells us, shall we live any longer? Than? So then he tells us that grace even has an expiration date on it. Amen. I know that's messing with somebody right there. It's going to get better, I promise you. And if I don't want to do what I do, that means I agree that the law is good. Verse 17, he says, but I am not really the one doing the evil. Huh. It is the sin living in me that does it. Yes, I know that nothing good lives in me. I mean nothing good. He repeated, I mean nothing good. And sometimes you got to tell you that nothing good lives in me. I repeat, nothing. I mean nothing. In the part of me that is not spiritual. Y'all got that? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing lives, he said, I mean that nothing live, good lives in me in the part that is not spiritual. Yeah, yeah, See, the key, the trick, the, the key, or not the trick, the key for all of us is getting our entire life to act in accordance with the word of God, not just certain portions of our life. See, I may not steal, but I still fornicate. I may not rob, but I lie. Not like a rug, but I lie. (laughs) (laughs) See, some of us, see, we got to be willing to let go all the parts. Not some. See, a lot of us want to hold, like I said in the beginning, a lot of us want to hold on to certain aspects of our life or certain things in our life. See, we, we, when you when you accept it and you're fully given to the things of God, your whole life becomes a living example to God. Every part you wake up every morning, God, how can I be better every day to be a full believer, not a part-time believer? That some things in my life I've surrendered to you, but some things I got to hold for me. God, I'm not ready to trust you with my children yet. So why trust them at all? I still believe what others say about me to be true, God. When do you let that go and trust what God says about you? That if he be for you, who can be against you? See, certain things we hold on to. Why? Because we just want to, well, let me say it this way. We got, that, those, are the, we, those are the things that we can control. When your body is supposed to be holy, mm-hmm. why do you so easily give it away? Huh. Because see, you see nowadays you let you let you let these quote unquote want to be believers, quote unquote want to be scripture. I don't know how to do rabbit is. We let these quotation. But, but, uh, listen, we let they call rabbit We let people who have no redemptive value in their lives concerning our eternity and where we're going to spend our eternity tell us what should be right and what should be wrong. Wow. We let people yeah. now tell us that why save yourself for marriage. You getting older. You better teach. You saving yes. it for what? Wow. My holiness is not for them. My holiness is unto God. Amen. Wow. And if I present it to God, he's a, perver- he's a preserver of my holiness. Yes. Not a perverse person who wants you to be thrown in every which way. Dropping it. Well, they set it down like it's warm, man. They can't drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking to you as singles, newly singles, that you that if you if you say you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you shouldn't be on hookup sites. Hookup sites for what? If you are, if you believe in the holiness of God and the holiness that God has placed in you, because Listen, here's one thing I tell you. Here, you can't separate the two. God is holy. So those who worship God should be holy. Yeah. 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 Teach. There's no just God being holy. He's required those who love him to serve him to be holy. So in your holiness, why do you let this world dictate to you about surrendering your holiness 
because you they believe that you're getting older and that you if you want to you want to have a man you got to give him something to entice him with. Wow. Why not present him your holiness? Yes. And not your womb. Woo! My God. Woo, you're on fire today. Here's the thing. See, these are things that we fight against that the war that we war within, the enemy within. See, we in the enemy and the fight is you want to be so much like them that you are afraid to be like him. That's the fight. We want to please this world and, and dishonor God. And here's the thing. As my fingers pointed to you, I had God was pointing back at me. Because I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about me too. Now, we all struggle with things that we fight against. And we fight to get better in every day. To separate us from this world. We are in it, but we don't have to be like them. We don't have to act like them. We don't have to conduct our the the, the movement of our lives like them. But most of you fight to be like them. That's why when the poor and the push to be like God, to live holy, is, is, is preached, you fight against it. Because there's some things you just don't want to give up. Man, I don't rob nobody. I don't kill nobody. I don't steal. I don't do this. You think that's the end all be all to not living according to God's statutes? Because that's what the world tells us. Here's the thing for you, just in case you know. Sin is sin. There's no big sin. There's no little sin. If sin is sin. If you are living in complete opposite and contrary to God's work, you are living in sin. But most people fight within themselves because they don't want to be like God. They want to be like the world. Because the world has shown you, which is a mirage, that you can live how you want to listen. Go after whatever you want to. You get the house on the hill. You get the car. You get the man who's six foot four, shoulders out to, to the street. <laughs> His body fat is 0.2%. <laughs> he got the he got the he got all of the fronts. She got all the fronts. He may wear a couple may wear some bling every night, if that's your thing. And they make you believe that that's what you should be attaining as a believer. Because they point to the believer and be like, look at them. They struggling. You really want to be like that? Okay, you know the truth. But you can come over here with us too. Teach pastor. Sunday, the doors of the church are always open. Come as you are engaged. So you can, you can present God anything. And see, that's what a lot of people do. They're presenting God anything. It's a yeah. I remember the Cosby show when 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 he was talking about he his, his daughter brought a guy home and he had it when I got a trash can lid and told him if I put you a steak dinner with all your fixings on it, how would you would you eat it or would you rather be put it on a plate? Which would be more appetizing? The, the food is the same, but the presentation is different. See, most people 
Then to the, the presentation of God. I come in here every day or every time the door's open with my presentation. But what am I really presenting? What what on the inside, what are you putting before God? See, that's the fight within. You think if I dress the part, I'm the part. He'll receive my worship. And most of us don't realize that it requires more than that. He wants you. Forget the outside. What's on the inside of you is you. The outside is just your, rep is your representative. And most of us have perfected our representative. We can talk the lingo. We can even walk. We can shout like it. You gotta teach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it all to mimic what we've seen. But how many of us can actually live and defeat the enemy that's within us? Which is you. Amen. Let's keep going. Y'all all right? Yes. Verse 18. It says, yes, I know that nothing good lives in me. I mean, nothing good lives in the part of me that is not spiritual. I want to do what is good, but I do not do it. How many of y'all, I stop right there, because how many of y'all can say that was your testimony? Mm -hmm. That some of y'all may say, that still is, Pastor. Mm -hmm. I want to do good, but I just don't. I, 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 I don't know. I struggle, Pastor. I want to do the good. I want to do the right thing. Then here's what I would say to you. Well, I was all hope that. 19, it says, I don't do the good that I want to do. I do the evil that I don't want to do. So, verse 20, so if I do what I don't want to do, there's a lot of do's in there. There's a lot of don'ts in there. Then I am not really the one doing it. It is the sin living in me that does it. Not dudes. Three dudes and a dump. <laughs> y'all don't remember that. That's before y'all to. Some of y'all remember that. That's for welcome back on. <laughs> I went back. I went all the way back. Yeah, you sure did. They, they had a group called the Three Dudes and the Dump. <laughs> you want to do it, but there's always that dump. You got to listen to the dump. Because everybody's telling you to do it. There's, a, there's more on the do it side than the don't do it side. Amen. That just helps somebody. Get away from all those who's telling you to do something that goes contrary to the word. Amen. Amen. That's it. And get around and stay around that one who's always telling you, don't do that. What does the word say about that? Yes. How's, how's the word, what does the word say about changing that mindset? Because see, people will encourage you to bust in a wide open. And at the very time, and, and see, this is the sad thing about a lot of y'all friends. A lot of people y'all call friends. A lot of people y'all call y'all associates. A lot of people y'all call my prayer partners. They are watching you go right to hell. You better teach. And the closer you're getting to hell, they start fading away in the back. Wow. Because what they see is they see the road of destruction for you. And it's a fool who follows you into the road of destruction. Mm -hmm. 
but it's a crafty spirit of, of the enemy that leads you to destruction. And most people lead you to destruction, but that they come, they fall away from you. I've seen people do it. Lead people into doing things. Y'all know it's, it's called. Y'all know what it's called. It is called for our kids making sure they guard themselves against being influenced by others. What I'm going to help, I'm going to ask them to tell you what, what that is for them, but I don't want to put them on the spot. I always tell them, there's no such thing as peer pressure. Because that's what it's called for people. And it's a sad thing to see 55, 60 year old, 30 year old, 45 year old to come into peer pressure. You've been through middle school, high school, some of y'all went through college where they where they, where they party time was any time and any time is party time. And all that all those pressures around you only to have a family of your own and still succumb to peer pressure. That's a fight. That, that's an enemy within. There's something about you that is not secure enough in you to tell them, no, nah, I don't do that. The pressure that you create is for you to be who you need to be. They'll tell you, I've been preaching this since they about six, five or six years old. There's no such thing as peer pressure. You do what? Create your own pressure. You create your own pressure by what you believe that you should be. And it's not an evil pressure, it's a pressure to do what you call, what you say you've been called to do. It's a force. Pressure is a push. It's a force. So why not put, teach your children to push to do what's right? As opposed to following, being the sheep and following the crowd. See, anybody can follow. It takes a great man or woman to lead. Which means you got to be a front of everything to take the hit. You're going to take the hit first, which means you're going to be criticized first. You're going to be talked about, lied on, manipulated, or tried to be manipulated. Amen. Falsely accused, saying you said this, you didn't say that. But then you have to keep fighting with you because no, all of those things come you got to stand and say, okay, that don't bother me. I know who I am. I didn't say it. If you choose to believe it, shame on you. I tell people all the time, don't listen to what people say about me. If you want to get to know me, get to know me. Amen. And here's the thing, my little, my little public service announcement. I'm not always, I, let me say this, I have not always been the most friendliest person in the world. In terms of, <laughs> the outward smile. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not. I haven't always been an outward smiling person. I've been the person that once you get to know me, you tell you you tell yourself that's a solid individual. Yeah, he says what he means, and he means what he says. If he's going to do something, he's going to do his very best to do it. If he can't, he'll tell you, I could, I can't do it or I couldn't do it. And if I forget, first thing I'm going to ask you to do is charge it to my head and never to my heart. But that's when you get to know me. 
And I know y'all said, well, Pastor, sometimes people don't get to know you and they only see the experience. That's because people choose not to want to know you. That's good. See, people don't want to do the work to get to know you, just like sometimes you don't want to get to do, you don't want to do the work to get to know them. But in this office, you got to be willing to be open enough so people can come and talk to you. Mm-hmm. To share with people. I'm not telling everybody to call the office or email to pull your heart out to pull your heart out to me. If there's something that you need prayer about, I, we are here for you. And if you can't get to me, it's not that I don't want to be bothered with you. We just have other people in place that can help help you and facilitate whatever the needs and prayer requests you have. I would love to be everywhere. I can't. But I am not God. He's the omnipotent one. He's an omnipresent, not virgin. <laughs> you see me, that's, that's, that's what you see. Here's the one thing, that as, I, as, as God has allowed me to minister, you can hear the voice, you can hear my voice as the word is being taught, you can hear what I taught. Amen. But there's a fight on the inside of all of us that we have to, and listen, here's the thing, you have to win it. It's the battle for your soul. It's the battle for decision making. Decision making, it it, it helps you with your soul. You want to be able to navigate through life. Amen. Where we at? We at. So verse 20. It says, so if I, okay, I read that because that was what what all the dudes. The dudes, all the dudes. We get the dudes and the don'ts. Verse 21, it says, so I have learned this rule. How many of y'all have learned the rule? Learned how to conduct your life. Something, a, a, a point in your life that will help navigate your life. See, once you learn how to, to there's a rule because rules help with bad problems. Once you know that one plus one is one. Once you, once you, you, but well, I'm sorry, it's two. I'll take my time. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll take my time because I was thinking about Evan yesterday when we were the little kids. Was, I looked away at him. But yeah, but when you, when you, there's rules to even to math equations, there's rules to sounding out words, phonics. There's rules to everything in life. You know, when you cross the street, when you see the red light, that means stop. That's a rule. See, people, some people call it law. It's a rule. Yellow means proceed with caution. Green means go. We all been, we've all learned rules our entire lives, right? Yeah, I know they say learn the golden rules. Mm-hmm. Some of us don't remember what those are, some of look. <laughs> so I have learned this rule. When I want to do good, evil is there with me. When you want to do good, evil standing right beside you, amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like life or death, the Bible tells us to choose life. To do evil, to do bad, to do, to do good. Good or evil, choose good. God is always good. God is never evil. So you know that when you're choosing good, you don't have to have that question, the rule, that if, if it's something to, 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 do, to do good in terms of the word, it's never the devil. It's always God. Anything that tries to get you to go against the word of God is always is always evil. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
That's a rule that you, listen, if you need any help this morning, that's a rule that you can take with you to the grave. That if it goes against God, guess what? It's not God. Any prophet that prophesies something that goes against the word of God is a lying prophet. Mm -hmm. well, you better run for cover. That's it. <laughs> you better shut your ears. You better close your doors. You better lock your window. Amen. God will never go against his word. You better teach. Amen. He will never tell you to do something that contradicts the scriptures. Yep. Amen. Amen. Verse 1 2. In my mind, I am happy with God's law. I'm happy with God's statute. Some of y'all are happy with God's statute in your mind. But now we got to move those things from just in your mind. We got to put them into action. From, we got to, not just precept, but now we got to put them in example. We got to be able to live them out. And most people, that's when struggle comes. People can talk a good game, but when it comes to living, not too many people are willing to live this thing because it's going to cause you to be outcast. Mm -hmm. It's going to cause people to say, oh, Lord. <laughs> it come passes me. <laughs> what are you going to talk about today? And a lot of people know that I, 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 I kick it, but to a degree, I don't, I, I don't sometimes say, I'm just not going to go in. <laughs> and see, when they know when people know that you're serious about God, they they'll start broaching the conversation, but then they'll change it up. You don't even have to tell them that you they know after a while. <laughs> no, we don't want to do that with them. You know, we we'll shut that down. So let's talk about so they start talking about something else. You can hear when the conversation switches internally because it don't make sense. They just start rambling to get to get back to a basis of some conversation that doesn't go outside of what they know that you stand for. And your stance changes the stances of others around you suddenly. And then it starts affecting them more and more. Some people are gonna fight because they just want to fight. Y'all know what I told we talked about on Wednesday. Some people just got to fight. They're they going to fight against everything that's right to prove that they're right, knowing that they're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> but when you're wrong, you're right. And when you're right, you're still wrong. <laughs> Some people just want to fight. And you know you do about it. That's why you got to stop. You When you, when you hit some of these people in corners and they be ministering, don't, don't, I don't stop and entertain them at all. Because you're not, you're not, and you're not ministering to give enlightenment. You're, and you're ministering to fight. And I ain't fighting with nobody. You believe what you believe. I said what I said. You said what you said. All right. Verse 20. But I see another law working in my body. That's the law of evil. The law that makes war against the law that my mind accepts. The other law working in my body is the law of sin. <clears throat> Amen. Y'all know there's, a, there's, there's sin and death fighting you every day? Getting you trying to get you to die? Trying to get you to do things that will cause your spirit to die? And, and, and ultimately, once your spirit did, once your body, once your physical body did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I can kill your spirit, your body's gonna your, your body's gonna soon die. Yeah, it is. 
Because when God, he said he's come to give us life. There's no life in sin. There's only death in sin. The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. So anything anything that's associated with sin leads to death. Hope y'all being blessed out there. And that all makes me its prisoner. So many people are so locked up. And imprisoned by their by the laws by this sinful nature, they say they love God, but they still sin. You see them; they coming out of they come out of bars, nightclubs. They come out of all kind of things, and they say they love God. You hear them talk. That's that, that's the war that's going on. That's a it's a war going on in our members, y'all. And I ain't talking about the members of the body, Christ. I'm talking about the members of your body, your, your hands, whatever, all the makeup of you. There's a war going on. That's why the Bible tells us. I'm going to get into that. I got a little time. It says, verse 24 says, What a miserable person I am who will save me from this body that brings me death. Thanks be God, right? For his salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. So in my mind, I am a slave to God's law. But in my sinful self, I am a slave to the law of sin. Now let me help you real quick. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5, verse 5 and verse 17. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. So if you are God, you are a new creature. You have victory over your sinful nature. You are a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. You got to be willing to let the old things pass. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the process that, we, that he's talking about. You got to be willing to say bye to the old you. How many of y'all are willing to say bye? See, a lot of people aren't willing to say bye. You're not willing to divorce your past. You want to stay connected in some way. That's why it's important that you got to cut loose all those things of your form. You got to turn away from all your former things. You got to be willing to let those things go because those things have a stone, they have a hold on you. It's 17 Corinthians. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If you see things in the newness, what do you? What, how, how can you possibly see things of old? When your life is made brand new, you let things... Now, I'm not saying that you visually don't see things of old. I'm saying spiritually, you can't see things the way you used to see them. Because they're not the way you used to see them. If you are a new creature. I can't be one with God and one with the devil. I don't even love one or hate the other. I can't love them both. That's why I when you hear these fools I'm on. They want to have multiple wives. How do you sound like a fool? <laughs> you want to have multiple wives. Who what? Because then that means you know, okay. Let me help some of y'all out who's wives. Multiple, multiple wives mean multiple families. So you got children over here, children over there. Who gets all of your attention? When God has designed us to give our attention and focus to one 
person and one person and only. When they had them in the olden day, that was the olden day. <laughs> they slept with their brothers and sisters in the olden day, too. <laughs> it's called incest. That is unlawful. But here's the thing that we, we fight against, though. See, we, we, fight, we, we fight with foolishness, with foolish thinking. And so, in some of we going, we got, we got to be, if we're going to be in this, in this body of Christ, we have to let go of the things of the past. Hard thing to do for a lot of us. Yeah, I know. I've been there. It was tough. But once you made your mind and set yourself to do the will, it got easier. The more I went along and the more I'm staying on this track with God, it gets easier. Doesn't mean that life challenges don't happen because they do, but it gets easier. And as I said before, in one, in, one, in one lesson, once you see victories in your life from God, you see victory after victory, you now it becomes now the confidence grows because okay, God, if you did it before, you can do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you did it for her, you can do it for me. If you know respect the person, what you did for her and him, I know you can do it for me. I mean, listen, I'm not putting myself on no spiritual level that we have to battle, we have to battle spiritually, that maybe she's more spiritual than me. Nah, I don't care nothing about that. See, a lot of people fight with them because they believe you're on your face more than I'm on my face. That's your face. Stay on your face. <laughs> you on your knees, stay on your knees. That doesn't mean, that doesn't define who I am as a believer. And most people fight with them because they judge themselves based on what others have received from God. So they fight and they go back. They have a lot of people haven't really surrendered to God like they need to. Haven't really, when they came to the altar, really emptied out. And what I'm going to ask some of you to do today is come back to the altar and empty out. Empty all your pockets. Not just some, empty everything about you that's holding you and the world together. Whatever that cord is. That, that still has you wrapped around it and the world wrapped around it, we will have to cut it. It's important that we cut it because that's the fight that we keep fighting with them. We keep trying to hold on to something that don't love us. We want to be a part of the world that won't reciprocate what God has given to us. Won't give us what God is willing to give us. It gives you false, empty promises. See, that's the fight. That you think is a good fight. You think it's a good. There's nothing good about that. The fight is to not look at the world, but to have our focus on God. We got to focus on God and not on the world. Amen? Amen. Galatians. Two more scriptures and we got here. Y'all all right out there? Yes. Y'all sure? Mm-hmm. Y'all with me? Amen. Galatians chapter 5, verse 24. It tells us those who belong to Christ have crucified their sinful self, they have given up their old self. Self, selfish feelings and the evil things they want to do. 
So those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified their sinful self. How many of y'all have crucified himself? How many of y'all have put yourselves on the cross with Jesus? To crucify, to crucify your old nature. To let that old nature in you die. Say so long, bye-bye. <laughs> I want the old and then with the new. They have given up their old selfish feelings and their evil things, they and the evil things they want to do. So you gotta let go. Yeah, yeah. You get so some of y'all, y'all, some of y'all, and I'm this this some of y'all still got that cussing spirit in you. I just gotta be somebody a good cuss one this <laughs> They deserve pastor. <laughs> you just won't let it go. They deserve that good cuss. Yeah, she knows she des- she knows she deserve that. He he know he deserve that. I got I, I just got I got ten left in me. I got ten left in me. I used to be a hundred. I got ten left. I'm saving them up. I'm saving them up, passing for the right. I pray they don't never come, but I'm saving them up just in case. You hear people talk like that. And they make sense out of it because they're still holding on. That's the fight. You're holding on to what does cussing do? I tell my, I, I tell, we told our children that the reason why people cuss is because they lack the verbal skills to be able to communicate effectively. To be able to express themselves outwardly without using profane language. Cussing doesn't, cussing doesn't make the situation feel bad. What it does is it releases something on the inside of you. That's all it does. It unleashes a spirit in you that you've been holding in, holding back to let people know that I'm just... Because see, what it does is it identifies with the other spirit. And spirit recognizes spirit. Yeah, yeah. See, people don't want um, people don't realize. See, this is a whole spiritual journey that's not just, but this life that we live is serious. How many of y'all who are in the spirit of God? People walk up to you, say, There's something about you. That I see the presence of God on my that's my, my Holy Spirit recognizing the spirit of God on the inside of you. The same with the devil. When you act out, the devil, that, that, that spirit, that, 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 that demon spirit that's in it, see that spirit come out and say, I was just waiting for you to come out. I, I saw it in you. Mm-hmm. If I saw it in you the whole time. And that's why it pushes to see, okay, have, have, you, have you won the battle with it? Or does it, still live, does it still live on the inside of you? And for a lot of y'all, y'all lose. And the enemy's like, I told you it was in <coughs> That spirit is still there. Because they refuse to deal with it. Oh, I got 10 saved up. I'm just waiting. Okay, she cut me off. That's that's gonna be nine. Or maybe eight, because I may give it two. <laughs> yeah. You haven't because <laughs> uh, I hope you know. Y'all drive, I, but some of y'all, 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 y'all,
saw one bonus. I saw one. Um, I saw one month, I saw one one license plate color. I thought it was nice. I was like, man, she get that. There wasn't nothing bad. Let me tell y'all what it is for y'all start. <laughs> it says if you're up, if you're up this close, mm-hmm. it's no this like if you're riding this close, have you accepted Jesus this have you, have, have, does Jesus live this close to you? Something like that. <laughs> and I thought it was, I thought that was pretty clever because it's like if you're but you're tailgating me this close, you should make Jesus. Mm-hmm. This close. You should you should love God this close. And I think it was something to that. I don't know. I know I done botched it. I done messed it all up. So I'm sorry whoever made the license. I ain't mean to mess up your, your slogan, your, your earning potential. But if it's out there, they they they, they like it. I ain't promoting it. But it, you know, send 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 me a couple dollars if you think it's worth it for you. I can't solicit that. I apologize. I can't solicit that. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm not soliciting anybody for anything, amen? amen. Other than to give their lives to Jesus Christ. Amen. One last scripture. Turn your Bibles to James. Hey, I see you raise your hand. It's are you following Jesus this close? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, that's, that's nice. good. Uh-huh. Amen. Wow. Amen. Encyclopedia <laughs> Brother, look it up for me, man. Thank you. The World Wide Web is one of the things. James, chapter 1. Chapter 4, verse 1. You guys have it? James, chapter 4, verse 1. Chapter 4, verse 1. James, chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Do you know where your fights and arguments come from? They come from the selfish desires that make war inside of you. Amen. It says, I got it, verse two, James chapter 4, verse 1, it says, do you know where your fights and arguments come from? It ain't, so, so they, it's telling you, it ain't coming from no outside. They come from the selfish desires that make war inside of you. Inside of us, you want things, but you don't get them, so you kill and are jealous of others. But you still cannot get what you want, so you argue and fight. Hmm. You don't get what you want because you don't ask God. You don't. You so are you ask so are you asking God to help change you on the day? I'm leaving you, leaving you with that question. Ask God to help change. Help, Father, help me change what needs to be changed about me. So I don't continue to war against myself. I don't get the I don't keep fighting for things that you don't want me to have, except receiving the things that you want me to have. Help me, God. To be better. See, and you only ask those things from God. Will you want to be better? Will you want to be better with God concerning the things of God? That's when you ask for God to help you. God, help me, help me. And see, those are those are tough questions to ask because you want them to help other people, but help me, help me. We are we are so quick to pray. 
for the spirit of someone else. But do we really want God to break the spirit that's on us? Help me, God. Help me be better. If you out there, come on. This is your altar time. Lift your hands wherever you are. And, and, and say, God, help me cut the things that keep me bound to the world. God, help me break the chains of those things that hold me bondage, those thoughts, those desires, those things that imprison me to war within myself. God, I want to be a, a man or woman after your own heart who serve you, God, with my last breath. God, that I surrender my life to you anew today. I receive you as Lord of my life. Hallelujah. Yeah, I repent of my sins, God, and asking you to cleanse and wash me. Make me whole, God. Now fill me, God, from the crown of my head to the very soles of my feet with your very power and your presence. That everything that is not like you in my life, God, I work it out and I command it to leave right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Lift your hands if that's you. We declare, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive the change. Receive your, your, your redemption right now. Hallelujah. Chains are breaking. Chains are breaking. Chains are breaking. Chains are breaking. Jokes are being destroyed. Burdens are being lifted. Blinded eyes are being opened to the things of God. Yeah, come on, receive, stretch out, receive. In the name of Jesus.